What's up, everybody? What's up, guys? Welcome back to Operation Hustle. Episode 11. We are doing our first interview today with David Villa, CEO of IPD Agency, a writer for Forbes magazine, and he writes for YouVersion, which is the Holy Bible app. And this man is a baller in the gym because I train him. (laughs) So before we go into anything further about David, uh, I kind of want to ask him a question on why he started his fitness journey and how far he's come so far. Love that. Well, thanks first of all, man, for having me. It's uh, an honor. Man, I just wanted to get, I didn't want to die early, you know? I wanted to, <laughs> Love I, it, um, man. Legacy. I think my, awesome. you know, my grandbaby was born and I thought, you know what, it's time for me to, to uh, you know, put some action behind my words and, and, uh, and do something so that I can have some time with my family and just um, saw the importance of that and and uh, never had that importance before. I love it, man. So how do you think the, the gym has changed you like inside and outside of work? Um, well, I mean, it's given me more energy, um, you know, just unbelievable. I'm, I'm 49 years old. So, I mean, I was starting to like lag energy and I've always been like a go-getter, but my, in my inside, my mind, but my body was like just starting to get, get wore out, man. I didn't want to do anything, um, on the weekends. And, um, and so I think it's changed there. It's made me more, you know, I mentioned to you several times, like while I'm working out, I'm like, man, I can think like almost like hear mosquito fly, yeah, you know, it's like my, my clarity is, is there. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing what it's done for me. I love it, man. So I was just talking to your daughter yesterday during a session, and we actually brought this up. And I said, when you, you have movement in your life, you're going to become a little more in tune with your actual mind. And she's like, man, I never really thought about that. And I brought up the, uh, the Steve Jobs meetings and how he brings he used to bring his whole team outside for a walk for every meeting because the blood's flowing and the, uh, just the energy it brings and the mindset yeah. that it brings. So, but so basically what I want to know is what do you feel about the energy in our gym and how we have helped you build yourself up to be a better uh, human, I would say? Yeah, well, I mean, the energy, first of all, the energy is is off. I don't know if this is still a popular statement, but my daughter's probably going to laugh at me, but off the chain. You know, I don't know. It's just. I think it's lit now. Is it lit now? Okay. It's lit. lit. It's off the chain. I don't know. It's like, it's, um, so the energy is incredible. Um, and you could feel that from the, the second I walked in. And now you guys, since I've been there, you've like exploded. Yeah. So we're, I was, I was telling you the other day, like all the trainers were there and it was just like, it was like being in a, it was unbelievable. It was like you walked in and felt, you know, like three levels of, you know, out from the outside to the inside, just went up like three levels. And uh, it's huge. It just makes you want to, you know, makes you even want to work out your legs. That's right, dude. Yo, and by the way, today is leg day. I'm so sorry, Dave. RIP to the leggies. Um, but anyway, more into, I guess, your business uh, side of everything. So I'd like to know, like, yes, we know your successes, but I want to know, like, your, maybe what is your biggest failure and what have you learned from that? Oh, you stole that one from me. Oh, man. <laughs> um, you know, the biggest failure, trying to do it, you know, in this, there's leadership is a good thing. So having and making decisions. So don't take what I'm going to say and, and say that that there shouldn't be a head or shouldn't be a, a leader or somebody to make a decision. But yeah. I didn't collaborate with my team at all, like at all before. And I had a, um, in 2013, we were doing like $12 million a year in business. And I had $600,000 worth of business a month 
in reps walk out the door at one time. Wow. And it was because I found out later that we were, um, you know, it was just, it was, there was just no collaboration. So I learned that. That's probably my biggest failure in business. Um, and not listening to my wife, you know, she's the CFO here. Go. She's sharp, man. <laughs> she's smart. Dude, she is sharp. I train her as well. And she's a very smart lady. She is. Very she is. smart. Um, I'll let Ab ask the next question, but I do appreciate the feedback, man. Really Thank love a, a good story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, love that. So here's a question that um, I'm curious about, and not so much because I'm curious about what, you know, how you uh, handle the stress, but um, also looking for advice, I guess. So, mm-hmm. you know, my question you, to you, David, is um, you know how stressful it can be of being a business owner. Um, and how overwhelming it can be. And it can be really hard to turn that off once you get home because, you know, you have a million things you have to do all the time. And I'm sure that once your team grows, that helps. But um, how do you save enough energy for yourself individually and then for your wife and your family? Because we don't have a family yet. And sometimes, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie, David, I come home and I'm completely drained and so is he. Mm -hmm. And we're not being able to spend time for each other or with each other um, until the weekend. And then it's like, where's the self-time there? Grab that's a great question, and that's that's probably one that we the business owners and we got to get down right. Um, I don't have it all together by far, you know. Um, but I'll tell you this: that's another failure. Actually, I was in Disney um, in like 2007 or eight, and I, I, I was a workaholic. Where like, I mean, and I could still be if I let myself. Meaning, like, I would work nonstop, 24 seven, so to speak. And um, and so I was at Disney. My kids were small enough. My wife was there. We were there for like nine days. And I'm on the phone every day. <laughs> and my wife looked at me halfway through and she's like, why are you even here? She's like, why are you even here? And it's like, it hit me. And something happened right then. And I started making a shift. Um, you know, and so it's kind of a failure type thing where I looked at my older kids and I had missed so much. And, you know, and then kind of even neglected my wife. So I think that there's a choice you have to make. It You have to balance it out. Fate's a big thing for me. It helped me. Um, balance that and um, but I mean I don't have a down pat because as a business owner you are on call yeah. period you know you, you every second yeah you are you are yeah. and but I think when when we're not I was looking for reasons to even though I, even when I wasn't I was trying to find things to do and so I think that's the thing when you're not on or you don't have to be on don't be I think too is like uh, this is what I said to Justin the other night and Alejandro just said it right before we came on. You get like addicted to the chaos. Mm-hmm. The yeah. chaos becomes normalized to you, and you're so used to being on call. And then as your team grows, and we've grown, and Alejandro knows this because we started out with him, and then now we have four trainers. I, I feel like, and my employees love you guys. Please don't take this personally. I feel like a mother. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I have all these little hens. They're always wanting yeah. something and asking something and needing something. And then, you know, I have to manage because we own and operate just like you guys. And so then I have to manage my own clients. Um, then we have online clients. Then I have dogs at home. And then it's like I'm sitting here thinking, so where does a baby fit right. in, you know? And because you become so addicted to the chaos, I'm mm-hmm. not so sure I'll be fulfilled even with the peace that I'll get if I do take <clears> a step <throat> back. And that's something that we both worry about because we are addicted to the grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the grind is very addicting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, I, I think it's what you have. People don't understand it. It's what it's what makes you successful in the first place because that, yeah. that yeah. God given ambition is in you. It's like, it, but but having to learning how to operate it. You know, it's like, um, yeah. You know, I've got that fast car, but learn I could drive it off a cliff. You know, really fast, or I can learn how to navigate it. For sure. It's kind of like anything else. Yeah. yeah, I just got yelled at today by her. I was doing that. I was on my phone, doing my thing, making an he ad was or doing something. This last night, I was like, "So, <laughs> what are you gonna, you know, pay attention to me?" But um, I have one more question before I give it over to Alejandro, um, because we are again, you know, brand new business owners in the past five years, um, and you know, 
growing our team now has became new, right? Mm -hmm. So we're a bigger team now in the past year. But um, what piece of advice can you give Justin and I um, as far as perfecting the team thing? You know what I mean? What thing do you think you had to learn throughout this process that is, you know, because obviously you you definitely have grown from that Mm -hmm. story you just told us. So what do you think is the thing that is really kind of, um, brought you to a new level as a team and not just as, you know, one person? Um, yeah, great question. You guys are doing it. First of all, you guys are doing a great job. I think you know, know that, but you really are. You've got some, I'm watching it in front of me unfold. But one of the things um, I'd say I didn't do it first because having balance of, of a team, like I would hire people like me, you know, personality-wise a lot because I felt like, you know, more people like me and you need a couple of those, but then you also yeah. need people where in areas maybe where you're weak that kind of pick up those types of slacks to kind of be more well-rounded. It's almost like I was like, I was like tilted and we weren't, so we, there were certain things that weren't getting done because n- none of us liked that. Yeah. So I think balancing out that, um, you know, that, that the personalities and the gifts, you know, talent wise and stuff like that. But I think that's one of the big things because, you know, to grow that way. And then, and then I'm a control. I'm controlling by nature, you know, I think most of us type A. I I had to release a little bit of that. And now my team are telling you, like, there's meetings I don't even go into. Like, I don't even go into the meetings. And they're happy. I don't. But but I'm happy I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a great piece of advice because one thing I was saying to him, Justin, this this week or last week, is that we have such a – one of the things that makes it so overwhelming is that I love it. Don't get me wrong, that we do have a team that is so diversified in their personalities, in their beliefs, Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, just how they operate. Um, And so I might have an employee where I'm going to give a perfect example. Um, You know, Alejandro, he deals well with, you know, um, Sergeant Abby. But then some of my other employees don't like that. They don't want to be managed that way. But that that works for him. You know, tell him, snap two. He's like, all right, go. You know, that's a click for, all right, I got to shape up. But so some you need of them to meet don't. a strong woman to come into your life. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. exactly. That's what you're going to church, bro, you might find her. Yeah, that's right. Because boo is waiting there. But yeah, you know, the defin- definitely the diversified personalities. Um, it can be definitely stressful just because you want things done a certain way yourself. As you know, I am controlling <laughs> a little bit uh, and type A personality. And so um, you want things done your way, but also, um, you know, I do appreciate the diversity and the different personalities that we have brought into our team because it is, I think, the whole reason we were able to bring it to, like you said, you walk in from level one Mm -hmm. to three levels high is because the energy is different and the personalities are different. They all bring something different to the table. Yeah, for sure. So, Ali, I would think uh, you're up for the next question. Yes, Ali. So you got for Dave. So I want to touch base on something you said, um, especially pertaining to uh, the God-given ambition as well uh, that you mentioned before, as well as um, you know your pivot that you you did whenever you started to take your health a little more seriously uh, for the sake of your family. I know mm-hmm. that you said your granddaughter had been born, mm-hmm. so I was curious how you almost correlate those two, um, and do you find that that ambition is helpful in focusing towards that more family-oriented? Um, I guess mindset that you've developed. Yeah, um, it was. It's not. It doesn't come to me naturally. Like naturally, you know. Like I think we're all kind of like selfish to, to a degree. You know, we, we care about ourselves, and but I navigate naturally towards you know just caring about myself, and I still have to keep that in check. I, I you know, mainly for me, I was looking at it, and I was thinking like I'm seeing some of my kids and some of the things come together, and I'm like. 
you know, I've worked so hard to like build this business and to do these types of things and set up certain aspects of, you know, the future. But like, man, I'm not, I'm eating bad and I'm just not, you know, I just felt like I was just hypocritical when I was watching that maybe even trickle down into my family. I didn't want that to be the case. And so, um, you know, and my wife was trying and she was dedicated, but I know I was even a bad influence. And, and so I just felt like that is I needed to step up, you know, um, when it came to the, the health, um, part of that, you know, um, as far as ambition, uh, in like business. And then, you know, with me, I was just, you know, my, almost lost my family at one point, you know, right now to get, you know, too transparent. But I mean, like my wife and I were, you know, years and years ago, my kids were smaller and we were separated for a while. There were some things that happened. And, um, I mean, it took that knocking in the head, so to speak, yeah. for me to come out from under the ether. And you know, thank you a, for sharing that, man. Yeah. That's big. That's hard to do. Yeah. Like we all said that last episode, you know, we call it rock bottoms, right? Roadblocks is that everybody needs that and everybody has different thresholds. Um, and, you know, your rock bottom might be not the same rock bottom for somebody else, but it was enough for you to make that change. And change is where the pain is. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. feel like your failures do bring out the best in you eventually. Um, it may not feel like that in the time being, but it will make you learn. I'll tell you that. So oh, yeah. um, another question I have for you is, who are three people that inspire you the most? Ooh. And maybe why? Ooh. Um, be honest, and I'm not saying this is a kiss her butt. I mean, she, <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to think it. You know, and I did, and but it really my wife does because she yeah. is, she's the most loyal person. And and I, and I sincerely mean that. Like, so that she, she's inspired me and she's, man, she's put up with all kinds of stuff over the years. And, uh, um, you know, and I watch her as a mom and a wife. So, so her, yeah. as far as people, um, you know, it, uh, I, there's a pastor that, that I follow that I listen to um, a lot, you know, in business and leaders. Uh, John Maxwell is somebody that, um, you know, I read a lot of uh, leadership books and he's, he's now he's, he's not even a pastor. I don't think anymore. He just does like he trains fortune 500 companies. Yeah. And, I've heard of him. Definitely. Not a, through like the church, but yeah. like you said, oh, yeah, John, yeah, Maxwell, he's mostly, you said? John Maxwell. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's got a ton of, ton of, I mean, tons of New York times, bestselling books and all kinds yeah. of things. Um, and then, uh, you know, somebody that, um, see, I listen to, I, I like, uh, I, I love motivation. I listen to a lot of Stephen Furtick. Um, he's a, a pastor, but he's a motivational, uh, pastor. He's somebody that, um, really, uh, inspires, inspires me. Um, even in, in the area of, uh, you know, business, you know, cause he's a pastor, yeah. but he's a lot real business driven. Yeah, no, it's funny you say that because I like to listen to Joyce Myers a lot. Um, and, you know, these people who do go out and speak or they're pastors and motivational speakers, they are their own little entrepreneur, you know, and that is definitely uh, something that I take into consideration when I listen to her is that sometimes some of the things that she's saying spiritual-wise have a lot to do and connect with, you know, my business mindset and how I see the business. And, um, you know, I might be angry or frustrated and I listen to her and I might rethink about how I'm going to, you know, handle that situation after listening to her. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so another thing, maybe what is a good book or maybe a podcast you've been listening to lately that has really like helped you get through something or learn something new that you maybe never have learned before? Yeah. So the, um, I've been listening to, um, well, first book wise, I, I've been, I've been reading the, the win your day, uh, or win the day. I think it's win the day. Love it. And, uh, yeah, that book is awesome. Um, and, uh, I just read it. My, actually, my pastor gave it to me. And, uh, but old. it's, uh, Mark Batterson and, um, he, he's written a couple of really cool books like chase the lion and, but when the day is huge and what he does is he breaks it down. Cause I'm, I'm like a, 
first of all, I'm not, a, I, I, I read the book that way. I'm like, you and I talked about this before, Justin. Yeah. Like, I'm not, listen, I'm like, I'm not a scholar. You know, I barely made it through school. Like, <laughs> by, you know, like, I think someone liked me enough to <laughs> bump my grade up enough to get through, but um, dropped out of college. But I read it in chunks, you know, and uh, and the book is breaks your day down that way, which is really big to me because I'm a, I'm a big picture guy, but I have to have it served to me in a small portion. And um, so that book's huge. Um, Love and it, as far as podcast, um, you know, I, li- I listen to uh, I've been listening to my pastor's uh, um, leadership podcast, you know, um, and um, and that that one's been the one's kind of recently that's got me. I love it, man. Also, by the way, guys, Dave has his own podcast called Game Changers, correct? Or is it Changer? Game Game Changer Live. Game dude, changer. It's, it's dope. You it guys got to check it out. Make sure. sure you check it out. This dude does a podcast Monday through Friday. Yeah. He's on point. So I have a question. Again, this is, you know, just me and Justin wanting to know advice or, you know, your experience. But um, so do you think that because definitely, like I just said, thinking about starting a family can get really stressful and overwhelming and thinking like, where am I going to fit this in? Um, do you think that you were more stressed out thinking about the ba- first baby coming? And then when the first baby came having a business, it was like, Oh, okay, this is doable. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a moment where you're like, okay, this is not as stressful as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask for that because we did it <laughs> jacked up backward. Like we, <laughs> she was pre- pregnant and we got married and we were broke busted and disgusted um, <laughs> and uh, started the business after but um but but I'll say this you know um you know the Ashton we were business owners and when Ashton was born we were f- further along in that and you know I think that you know um I don't know it was like one of those things where it kind of was something we were looking forward to and um but yeah it's it could be you know I don't know. I never really, I'm kind of a risk taker. I'm the wrong guy to ask for that. My, my wife's probably the better one to ask for that because she's a planner. I just throw caution to the wind. <laughs> you know? uh, I love it though, man. That's why, that's where that balance yeah. comes in, right? Yeah. yeah. Where your wife is a little bit more planned and oh, you're yeah. like, let's go. Yeah. I'm firing so, ready. And she's DJing. Yeah. Kind of like me and my wife. <laughs> Honestly, who's the planner here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you seem kind of planner a little bit. I guess right? I'm a little. You're like hybrid. Somewhat. You're kind some, of a hybrid. Somewhat. Yeah. I'll take risks, but uh, I like to pre-plan things. It's weird because like we go in and out of the risk taker role. It's just like like yeah. with the jump in the cliff. Like that may have been me when I was younger, and then I was like, no, there's rocks down there. I don't know about that. And Justin's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but then with starting the business, he didn't want to quit his job, and I was the first risk taker yeah. on that. And then you know I was like, come on, come on, come on, we can do this. And then we did. But then when, when he wanted to open the second you know gym and yeah, expand, I was really yeah. nervous. I was like, are you sure? Like I don't know about this. And something in my stomach just told me to trust him and that you know, okay, you took the first step and everything will you know be okay. And it was funny because I trained the owner of the tattoo shop next to us angry elephant mm-hmm. and um her husband was like telling us like listen just do the math and figure out how like how many hours you need the trainer you have now to be at to be okay mm-hmm. and at the time it was at 100 i was like all right we need him to be at 20 and literally at the end of that month because i just hustled 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 uh i got him to 20 i think he was at 25 and then even that yeah, month we bumped all the way up to 35 in the first month that we were in at the place. seams yeah at that place and we were like we need to get out of here now we have way too many people in here Middle of COVID, not a great situation, but we expanded during that COVID-19 pandemic, like, beginning. And everybody told, we were, told us we were crazy. And here yeah. we are. You know what's cool? cool <laughs> something, I never told you this because, I mean, usually I'm so exhausted. Like, when we're together, I, yeah. I can't get too many words out. <laughs> but um, the, when, we, when we advanced and moved into one office space, um, it's very similar to, like, you guys moving to the space you're now. It exponentially grew. Like, we, 
Like within a year and a half, we we busted out walls. We took over. We leased a little space. Then the people that we leased the space from shrunk. We grew, took their space, and they leased a little Let's space. Go. Back so like that 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 yeah. growth in that season that you guys are in sure. is it happens fast. Yeah, and you say it every time. You're like, dude, that wall might have to come down. <laughs> Something. Man. I wish it we could, don't have a uh, wall to break down. Unfortunately, now, so. we didn't move fast enough on that. And the pre- you know they've already started a little salon over there. But right. you know, I feel like God has it in the works for us to have a different zip code. So yeah. th- that is in the works. We're just you know yeah, trying plans, to plan guys. the next risk taking uh, thing here. But yeah. So any closing questions you have for David Alejandro? Um, I have one uh, that pertains to me specifically because it's uh, a bit of a question that keeps me up at night, um, and it pertains to the relation between faith and love. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's preached often, you know, to, to truly have faith, especially within like a, a biblical sense or a religious sense, um, is to believe without seeing. So I'm curious as to how your love and faith have correlated and, you know, of course, like when, when you truly love someone and when you truly love someone, you give them all that you are, like in its purest form. And, and you have to have faith that, you know, you can trust them and, and be almost one together with them. So I'm curious, you know, when you found love or when you found faith, um, how did they intermingle? Yeah, great question. Um, well, that's a really, that's a great question because when I, um, I was young, but I dated a lot. Like in you know a two year span, I was you know you know out to just just party and doing things. And money I mean, on the prowl. Yeah, like tw- <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and it was like t- two years of that. And then yep. when my wife and I met, it was uh, it was like you know you, something was different about it, and to yep. the point where it you know um, you, you could just tell something's different about. It. Like I just didn't want anything to do, you know, with with any anybody else. And then she actually. Um, felt the same way, and it was just—it was just a—you know—it's a situation where I had been frustrated because I—I didn't want what I had had. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just not satisfied yeah. with that. So I just asked God. I was like, man, I—I I was like, you know, I need this one in my life and somebody because I felt like that—that that was just what was next. And then He did. He sent it, man. And um, I knew. And um, and then you know it was just one of these things where within I knew so much that we were married within three months. Of wow. starting to, it was really it was it was just a very unique situation but you yeah. knew when you, you know knew. you know right and it's been 28 years Justin did you know <laughs> I think I did I'm sure obviously she, so dude I'm not sure if she, you might have she's my might have regretted in the last 28 years I don't know 20 but I, I feel the same I, way I about Abby she probably feels the same way but we we uh we gained some speed pretty quick I yeah. would say well, it wasn't three months, though. That's quick. No, but actually, well, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't. I don't endorse that. <laughs> I actually don't even think there was a quite like a topic of conversation of can I move in. I literally said to him, I was like, you know, you're you're wasting my rent money. I was like, I'm literally here every single night, so either I move in or I'm actually going to distance myself. Yeah, we inherited a roommate, and he was like, oh no, I want to spend every night with you. I'm like, okay, then I move in. It's that simple. <laughs> So that's pretty much how that went. <laughs> yeah, but I did know when I knew. You know, we obviously made that choice together. Yeah. Um, but when you know, you know. And I feel the same way about actually like church. Recently, I was never really, really into it, and Abby was, and she has like showed me the light. I know it sounds kind of stupid um, and cliche, but I have grown to love church and God more than I ever would have thought, and probably any of you would have thought if you know me from my previous, I guess you could say, life. When um, I first moved on this moon, what do I have to pray for? I was like, we need to pray for you right now. Lord, help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not that I never didn't believe. It was just I never, I guess, was shown the right way. 
Um, not that there is a right way, but it really opened up my mind to different things. And, and man, since I've been believing and going to church, a lot of things has ha- have happened to me Blessed. and for me yeah. just from literally giving to other people and just trusting in God. You know, the crazy thing was we were talking about this the other day awesome. is like, I truly believe that God led me to bring him to God um, because he didn't even know what praying was. Um, And, you know, when we were first kind of like talking, I was going to a different church and I was at this like worship night and it was like in a separate hall and it was like playing like, like reggae like music, but worship music. And I remember him texting and going, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm at this worship youth worship night. It's, it's awesome. It's young adults all the way up until thirties. And everybody's having a great time. He's like, what are you a Jesus freak? And I brought that up to him recently, like two weeks ago. I was like, you said I was a Jesus freak. Now look at you. (laughs) I was judgmental. I was a drinker. I was into bad things. And, um, I'm a completely different person now. Absolutely. I mean, I believe it is due to that, to God and the process and just believing in something of a higher power. You yeah. guys inspire the heck out of me, man. And our crew, we talk about it all the time. These guys all love you when you come in. You're just oh, a, thank you, yeah, dude. Shout out to the crew too for yes. holding it down and getting team. this shit thank done, you. dude. Absolutely. What a freaking what a setup you got here, and we really appreciate you guys. having We feel us blessed week. to just be here and be in your guys's presence. I mean, definitely when you are with the right people and the right like like minded set like mindseted people, right? We talk about this in church. I'm pretty sure our pastors probably talk about this. Alejandro is like when you're around people that have the same mindset as you. They're positive. Yep. They want better for themselves like you're only going to grow and again it just goes back to that trending topic we talk about every episode which is you know you are who you hang out with Mm. yeah definitely it'll change who you are and you'll know if you're hanging out with the wrong crowd because you're going to be going down that wrong path real fast yeah but if you guys notice dave's dope hoodie faith gear (laughs) Yes. Uh, what is the website for that, bud? Because I know you guys are killing it with Faith, Faith Gear. Faithgear.co.co. Awesome. They make some pretty sick designs. Like, honestly, I keep saying to them, I love this shirt. I got to get on there and order it. Um, it's, it says Tossing Jonas, and it's like black <laughs> and white, and like She's Jesus is for colorful. What, for months. <laughs> but um, uh, they just really have some sick designs. So go ahead and check them out. Faithgear.com. Is that right? It's just yep. co, just C O. And okay. then, so also, I just want to go into, like, what do you guys do here at IPD Agency? I am curious. I know kind of what you do, but I want to let our audience know, like, what you exactly do. And if anyone is in need of what you guys provide, yeah. uh, they can reach out and, you know, try to reach you. Did, do uh, digital marketing, branding, and uh, video production uh, for businesses and um, uh, training and things of that nature with, you know, with regards to that, those topics. I love awesome. it. Do love you that. love what you do? I love it, man. I love it. It's the people. And I want to say one more thing about you guys, though, because what one of the things I think that you know this, I mean, but but in case you don't, you guys are you guys are visionaries, and you can. So I think one of the reasons there's so many people that are gravitated towards you guys um, is the the vision comes out of you. Like you're you're always talking about, and ex- even if you're not saying it, it's coming out of you. The vision, and and I think that that is people get attracted to that. They're they want to see, they want that hope. And so I just want to, you know, tell you that that's what other people see and well, feel. Thank you. Yeah, dude, so, we appreciate it, man. Absolutely. And I, I feel the same energy when I walk into your building. I know I don't work here. I know some of your employees, but they all have a really good energy to them. And they're all excited to be here, at least it seems. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Which is, it makes a huge difference. It I got Mike giving me a weird look over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but do you guys have any other questions for Dave before we wrap this no, up? No, I mean, I, there were some awesome questions today. I really got a lot of good advice and just, you know, a lot of good content here on this particular episode. So hopefully everybody listening felt the same way. Awesome. So I would say you guys pray for Dave's legs tonight because we're going to crush <laughs> it here at 6 p.m. Ooh, and woo, make sure you guys like, follow, subscribe to our social media platform. That's Abs Fitness LLC. 
on Facebook, yep. Abs Fitness underscore Brandon Florida on Instagram, and we got Abs Fitness Filmhouse on YouTube and Abs Fitness Tampa on the TikTok. Baby. Oh, we got the team Tiki Talk. Check out faithgear.co. And check out IPD Agency as well and get on that U version for David Villa. And look out for him on Forbes, baby. There you go. Let's go. Thank you again, dude. We really appreciate you. Bye, guys. guys. Awesome.